0: As-salamu alaykum. Um My name is Yusuf. I've been going to Dar es Ra, um since I'm around seven years old, many years now. Um, I was born in London, but I moved here when I was really young, and my brothers got me going to Dar es as soon as we moved to Cardiff. And so I've kind of grown up, always going to Dar es and I spent a lot of my time there, Um Happened naturally to be honest, it was just uh, obviously as you all know that a lot of things, alhamdulillah, go on in Dar es Salaam, a lot of extra um curricular activities, and so I'm grateful to my brothers to be honest for getting me involved in all of that. and I got involved from it um since a young age, and I guess throughout my life I've always stayed in touch with it. Um, so I'll be telling a short story of one of my memories from Ramadan um, This story is one which is actually quite recent um, And it's from Ramadan last year when I wasn't in Cardiff But I was in Egypt um, The reason why it links to dar Isra and my memories of Ramadan in Cardiff Is because every Ramadan when I'm usually in Cardiff I have many of my iftars in dar Salaam. Um, so always, I'll always link the feeling of going to the mosque, eating with my friends Obviously I can stay straight away for Tarawih as well um, But it's something that I'll always remember about Ramadan Is being able to go to the mosque for Iftar and spend a lot of time there afterwards as well um, So obviously I couldn't do that last year I was as I wasn't in Cardiff but it made me think about something that happened during during Ramadan there. So, while I was in Egypt, one of my friends mentioned that every year during Ramadan, he goes with his brother, orders about 100 meals and gives them out to the poor. Um, his brother wasn't with him last Ramadan, so he asked me to help and of course, I happily did. Um, so, we ordered the food, we went and collected. It was like separate stuff, it was like burgers... Chicken pieces, chips, and then water bottles and dates as well. So we'd get it all together um, and then we'd we'd just prepare it at his house in little packs and everything and then obviously put them in the car ready to go. Um, So we left to go and give out the food around two hours before iftar and we drove to the main road where a lot of people sit on the side of the roads In Egypt, a lot of uh, the poor and less fortunate. Um, In Egypt, just a little background of what I mean, there's compounds. Um, So within Cairo, where I was, there's little areas where uh, there's compounds for people to live in. So there's gated areas around there and then outside of the gated areas, there's usually just motorways or longer roads where you can go into a different part of the city. Um, so obviously, we were, I was with him in one of the compounds. Um, that's where he lived. And then as soon as we let, leave the compound, obviously, that's when we see all of the people. So we left and we obviously, as soon as we went out, we saw someone and we stopped to give the first group of people some food. And as we stopped, I opened the door. And straight away, my friend told me to close it and stay in the car. And he, <laughs> he's a great guy. <laughs> he's an amazing guy. He is uh, incredible. He will. He he tells me quite sternly, and, and to be honest, it's needed. Obviously, obviously, I learned it was needed. But he said it quite firmly, and straight away, he he told me to close it and stay in the car. I was confused as to why, because he said, so he said, give it from the window instead. And we did. And of course, gave to all the very grateful people. And we drove on. I asked him why I couldn't go out and give it. And he explained that the poor are in such a situation that they would try to come into the car and take whatever else they could. So it was best to stay in the car and give it from the car window. I didn't like that. Obviously I understood and later in the story I understood why you have to stay in the car, but I didn't like that because to me that seems why can't we go out and give it to them ourselves, you know? What then they're, they're not <laughs> we shouldn't treat them that way that we have to just give it to them from the window and then drive on again. No, I wanna go and if we can speak to them a bit perfect. But obviously I I was new in Egypt so I didn't really um fully understand. Um, but obviously he explained a bit later on and through what happened, I obviously understood why we had to get it from the car window. So we went on and the next time we stopped, a lot of people came to the windows and we were giving out the food from each window, but there was so many people and so many of them concerned that the food would run out that they were pushing past each other and putting their hands inside the car, trying to take the food. I saw, I saw an old woman being pushed past by everyone, a man trip and cut his head and while he was running towards the car. And to be honest, worst of all for me was a little girl was right next to the car as she got there first, but then she was almost getting crushed by everyone else pushing from behind her right up against the car and obviously we're telling them to try and calm down and be careful of the little girl and the old woman but then you understand this is the reality of their situation obviously the reason he was saying don't get out of the car as well because it would have been carnage if we did but it's the reality that many of our muslim brothers and sisters are in and it's hard it's like it's really hard telling them to calm down and stop trying to take more than one meal because you feel that you're trying to act like you're above them you know the same feeling I had when I didn't get out of the car and that you're not even helping them by giving them just the one meal but to try and give it to as many people as we could and to give to those who couldn't run towards the car we had to try and limit how many meals they took (laughs) I of course some of them wanted more than one meal but we wanted to be able to give to as many people and to be honest Obviously, he does it every year. He knows much better than me. So I was going along with what he was saying. But it, of course, it makes sense. Um, but it's awful. It's awful because they clearly need more than we could give. And it, it was a massive, a huge, huge reminder of how lucky I really am. And to be honest, how lucky... We all are. Um, and I know it's something that is said time and time again, that you should be grateful for what you have and know how lucky we are. But it really is something that we need to stop and think about properly. And I, th- I think that's the, the biggest things with reminders in general. And it's a bit off topic, topic, but if you actually stop and you think about what is being said, not just listening, listening to actually think about it, it really makes a big difference. Obviously, having reminded like that by seeing it firsthand was, of, like, of course, upsetting. But I'm so grateful that it happened. So grateful. And obviously, I feel that it's important to remind myself and of this during times of struggle, but also, of course, during Ramadan. well, obviously, I know that I'll have a meal when it comes to the time to break my fast, but that many unfortunately won't and again obviously seeing that I understand because there were some points when there were so many people coming to the car that we had to drive off to give to more people and there were some people that didn't have anything and they were upset and they were angry by that and it's unbelievable it's unbelievable when you experience that and you actually reflect on it And that's obviously something that uh, you always need to reflect on everything. But I feel like I was able to because it happened straight in front of me. Um, So, yeah, just a small memory. I didn't mean it to go into a little reminder, but it's just something I think that um, it's the biggest experience. Uh, The first experience that came to mind, sorry, that when I thought of Ramadan maybe because it was so recent but I think it's a really important one as well um, and <inaudible> sorry.